ministries um, realize that, okay, people are now in a place where they are, um, you know, maybe kind of reevaluating their life or they're reevaluating, you know, going what's going on in the world. You know, I, I just have a lot of questions. And so there's been just a really increase in engagement, like on social media. Welcome to the Ministry at Scale podcast. I'm your host, Chad Williams. Join us as we discuss trends, learn from experts, and share practical tips to help your ministry multiply its digital impact. Welcome to the Ministry of Scale podcast. And uh, today we've got Doug Weiss with me. And Doug and I have connected many, many times over the years. I, I think, Doug, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was probably the, the NRB, inter, it was called the Internet Committee way back in the day. You were working for Jesus Film. Yes. I was uh, leading 5Q, and I think we were serving together on that committee. Um, yep. I don't know, six, seven years ago or so. Is that if I remember correctly? Does that really yeah, ring yeah, with you? Yeah, yeah. And then our really our and then our first connection maybe even goes back to when uh, you uh, did the first digital media sum, summit for NRB, and you uh, one of the sessions was for lightning talks. Oh yeah. And so yeah. So I came and did a lightning talk, and so that's I think that even goes back even a, a year or two before then. That's that's right. That's awesome. of me joining yeah. the committee. Yeah, yeah. And now you're founder of your own podcast, the Ministry Marcom. Yes. So uh, we're we're glad to have you you join us today. And so first, just tell me around why you started Ministry Marcom, the podcast, and and kind of what's the nature and flavor of of that podcast, and what folks can learn learn from that. Sure. Yeah. So I've been working in kind of uh, ministry marketing space for over 20 years, um, served all, all many years, 20 years, years with uh, crew uh, on the U.S. side and um, a lot of years within crew, like various ministries like Jesus Film Project. And, and so um, I've, you know, seen kind of like the whole um growth and, and, and stages of uh, just um, digital ministry, uh, websites, um, yeah. everything that, you know, uh, social media starting. And so I've just really had a passion for that. And so just in my years of doing that, I just really felt even several years ago that God was really calling me to like really come and and step alongside other organizations to really help them, you know, reach their goals and increase their impact. And so that's really what kind of started the whole um, ministry Marcom idea to be a resource uh, to uh, to ministries and nonprofits. Great, great. So, so Marcom. I don't want to make the assumption that everybody in our audience just automatically knows what Marcom, what those that kind of the two words coming together, marketing communications, but just, just yeah. talk to me about, about, um, uh, yeah, we're talking about what the meaning is of Marcom and how that's unique with your podcast and what you, what you've done over the years. Yeah. So it is, you know, or so Marcom is, yeah, just short for, uh, 
uh, marketing and communications. And I, I kind of went that direction because I figured that the time that somebody would type out um, ministry, marketing, and communications.com, they probably wouldn't come to the website. So I, I, I said, hey, let's go with ministry marcom. And it, you know, it kind of just kind of flows together, you know, uh, fairly, fairly simple. And so um, I, I the, the, kind of my, my thought was I wanted to, you know, create something that was uh, uh, memorable. Um, and I wanted to separate myself from um, just the kind of the church uh, marketing communication space, because I, I have many great friends and, and know of different companies and organizations that have, you know, built uh, great resource sites and stuff like that for the church space. Mm -hmm. But um, I didn't really see a whole lot um, other than 5Q and a few other, um, you know, agencies that had done really good um, kind of resources and, and trainings made available for ministries. And mm -hmm. so that's kind of like really what, um, you know, was the, the kind of the idea of starting that. Great, great. And so marketing communications, that's sometimes that's thought of broader than just the digital space, which is what, where yes. the area that you know we're focusing on mm -hmm. helping a ministry scale their digital space. So do you cover things that are more than, uh, than just digital? So do you cover some of the, the branding side of medical of, of, of marketing communications and some of theirs? So you're a little bit broader than that? Yeah. And so um, one of the things that I've been doing with the podcast and looking to do um, even more with these these kind of like action plans that I develop mm -hmm. is to focus on uh, the broad areas. And what I what I'm probably what I'm probably not kind of be really diving into or have dived dove into is the kind of the fundraising side because there's so many great resources out there for fundraising but when it comes to like branding when it comes to like your kind of your digital um accounts you know your websites your um your email marketing like all those different things um those those are the things that like that I'm wanting, that I'm focusing on more, um, are those. Good. So kind of just the, like you're saying, the broad, the broad areas. Yeah. And so you talked about action plan. Yeah. What does an, when you, when you develop an action plan, talk to me about what that looks like. Yeah. So I'm developing them uh, to be kind of a simple list that people need to kind of helps them to think through things that they need to be doing that will help them, you know, better leverage um, the the their accounts or their different platforms or on further or different things they need to do. And so, so are those things that you're creating unique for in organizations, or are they a general thing like, hey, if, if you're in social media, here's your action plan that you need to be make sure you're thinking about, and you can apply it to no matter what what ministry might take that and use it. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, up to now, like they've been very basic and not basic, but very general, you know, okay. so any, any organization can download um, the action plan. Like if you come to their web uh, ministry Marcom website, you just go on there and you put your email address in and you can download the action plans. And so they've, they're just um, been very much um, 
basic, so not not speaking to a specific ministry, but what many ministries can go on and really, uh, you know, adapt to, you know, like things to need to think about, like in their, you know, their advertising or things they need to think about in their, you know, content <clears throat> kind of plans. Which, which has been your most popular plan that folks have downloaded? Yeah, you know, um, that's a good question. I I don't know. I haven't looked to okay. see which uh, one. Yeah, man, because, put you on the spot, didn't I? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. So, so twenty twenty one is just getting going. Mm-hmm. We're just shut the doors on uh, probably one of the most eventful years that that I've lived through for sure with COVID and. And all the, all those things, kind of the COVID craziness. So, so from a from a marketing communications perspective, what are some of the shifts that you've seen ministries take in the last twelve months as it relates to their their digital communication specifically? Yeah. So, what I've seen um, uh, ministries do is is they um, they looked at what they already had in place first mm-hmm. and then they adapted it and 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 either either started doing more of that um or or th- so they scaled it or they maybe shifted it and, and did something different and so um uh, several ministries that i've seen they basically uh, a lot of them were doing like a, a youtube type content and maybe they were putting it out, you know, on a, a semi-regular basis or, you know, just here and there. So one particular ministry I saw, they basically, they shifted and they started doing um, more YouTube um, content and even going live uh, mm. and and seeing, you know, and saw some incredible results uh, from that. Because, you know, what we found is that more more people are you know at home and they're you know online and they're and they're looking you know looking for and either looking for answers or looking for content or whatever it may be to to things and so um so it really is given these uh, given ministries a great opportunity to um to engage their 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 audience even further. And so through, you know, through the YouTube content, um, I've seen a lot of ministries really grow in that area. So, so actually adding another ministry outlet mm-hmm. during COVID realizing that people are, are in times of that are like uncertain times of uncertainty. And so mm-hmm. looking at Marcom, a lot of people look at marketing communications as, Oh, you're just promoting our, your ministry or your, yeah is promotional um, rather than looking at it from a ministry standpoint mm-hmm. of actually, Hey, you know, we're using these tools to be able to minister to people. So, yeah. so, so, so you've seen organizations, uh, organizations be able to actually ramp up their, their ministry outreach. Yes. Yeah, that's, yeah exactly. That's yeah. And then I think too, also the ministries um, realize that, okay, people are now in a place where they are, um, you know, maybe kind of reevaluating their life or they're reevaluating, you know, going what's going on in the world. You know, I, I just have a lot of questions. And so there's been just a really increase in engagement, like on social media uh, and yeah. just through um, through different uh, email um, 
you know, channels or ch uh, even, even chat, you know, like messenger. And so a lot of people are just uh, even SEO like searches. So mm. searches on Google yeah. for people looking uh, for answers. And so, you know, minute I've seen ministries, um, you know, their web traffic grow um, ministries who are really taking advantage of Google, mm -hmm. um, you know, ministries, if, if you don't know ministries, um, can get $10,000 um, in free advertising from Google through a Google grant. Um, I encourage everybody to do that. And so using um, Google ads to, to really kind of, you know, touch on these kind of questions um, that, you know, people are asking or different uh, searches that uh, people are doing. So I've seen just on um, search traffic increase and, and in the mm. ministries that have positioned their websites well, uh, and that are really responsive have, have seen a lot of growth there too. Yeah, that's, that's good. In fact, just, uh, if, if you wanted to learn more about that, that's a great tip about the Google ads grant. So if you just go to Google, go to Google and type in Google ads grant, mm -hmm. Google it, and it'll come up and Doug's absolutely right. You can get $10,000 of free in-kind advertising every month and uh, every ministry really should be taking advantage of that. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, I, I would echo that. One of the organizations we um, work with on a semi-regular basis has got questions ministries. And mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's all they do is answer questions. And so they've seen tremendous, tremendous growth this year on, uh, on a number of fronts. And, and so as we're, as we're thinking about growth, you've been in this space a long time, you know, uh, from crew, Jesus film. Now you're with the giving company. You've touched social media, you've touched email, you've built websites, all those different things. Mm -hmm. What, um, as you're working with an organization, what, how do you measure success for your digital efforts with, with the, the different organizations that you've worked with? Yeah. So, um, you know, there's the, on social, there's many ways to, you know, make major success depending on what your um, KPIs are, your key performance indicators. Some people, you know, look at comments or engagement or, or, or even, um, you know, visits uh, uh, to your, to your website. But I, I think ultimately, uh, so some would, some would say some of those, like, aren't those kind of like vanity metrics? Yes. You know, just to seeing how many likes you have. Mm -hmm. uh, but is, is that really do anything to help the ministry actually grow and scale? Yeah, it, it really does. It really doesn't. I mean, the um, the, the the really the the key um, thing to look at is like, um, are people coming, you know, to your website and then are they are they taking the next step? to engage with you, you know, are they, you know, are they joining your email list or are they um, doing, you know, are they downloading something? Are they, um, and, and so there's various stages that, you know, somebody who <clears throat> finds you and comes to your website, you know, will go on. So it's, it's a journey. So it's thinking mm -hmm. about like, okay, what, what is this journey we want to take people on? And so um, it, I think it ultimately. How, how important, <clears throat> sorry for interrupting, but let me oh, ask, yeah. how important yeah. is it for an organization to think through that journey ahead of time um, rather than just kind of throwing mud on the wall, see what sticks, 
yeah. goes, but to actually think through what is the user journey? How, how important would you say that is for, for an organization? Yeah, it, it's super important because if you, if you've kind of um, built your website in such a way that somebody only comes and visits once and then you don't have a way to take them to the new step or next step, then you're, you're not really, you haven't really positioned yourself well. And so you, you, I guess you gotta, you really gotta think about like, okay, who's your target audiences and what are, what are the things that are going to connect to them and then put it, put things out there that they can easily find to be able to, to take, to, you know, take the next step. I know some ministries, you know, ultimately they want people to either become donors or they want ministry, you know, somebody to become engaged, like maybe um, through their growing in their faith or, or, you know, hearing the gospel or, um, you know, just, there's just various degrees of what they're wanting to do. And so um, by, you know, putting different, um, uh, tools or different um, ways to uh, capture um, a visitor when they come to your website um, and really make it a, a you know a personalized experience for them will um, will be, help them go to the, the next level and I think it's it's really um, uh, like as you're saying it's it's really taking the time to sit down if you haven't already done so and you know think through like what what do you want um, somebody who comes to our website to do. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it all starts with what you said to begin with. It's the yeah. identifying your target audience. I know we've done exercises where we'll just, we'll get the, the stakeholders in a room, give them each a pad of sticky notes and uh, we'll just start. Okay. Let's map out the user journey. What does it look like right now mm-hmm. when they come? And then what is it that we want them to look at? And that way you can move the sticky notes around and, and really visually see what uh, what what that what it looks like for, for mm-hmm. folks to coming through. Yeah. You know, at Five Q, one of the things we talk about we we call it the five multipliers of digital impact. Um, and you've touched on a little bit, you know, kind of the the stages a person goes through. You know, first is awareness, mm-hmm. next is engagement, um, then measuring conversion rates, and then the average value of of that person, whether that's measured by ministry value or dollar value. And then retention, mm-hmm. you know, getting them into a regular giving program. And we like to think about it, you know, if you if you want to increase your digital impact, you know, let's try pulling the awareness lever, um, doing Google Ads grant and seeing if mm-hmm. we can ramp that up a little bit. Then, oh, let's add, you know, we're getting people to make donations. But, hey, if we were to tweak the wording, maybe we can increase the average value mm-hmm. of that donation. So every little tweak to that, those levers increases the, the potential for digital impact. So, so as you're in the, on the Marcom side of things, mm-hmm. uh, as you're interacting with, with, with ministries and your podcast and different things, where do you find yourself giving the most attention to helping ministries? Yeah, I would say, um, you, you know, where, where I kind of like um, can give or have given the, or can give the most impact is really on you know, looking, looking at your, your plan, looking at your, your strategy that you have in place, and then helping you, um, you know, maybe consider, consider things that you haven't, you know, adapted or or put in place that, you know, might 
might help. And then making sure that you kind of have like all your, all your connections in place. Hmm. So, because like, um, you, you, I guess you, so many people don't even think about like, okay, um, when somebody comes to our website, you know, what are the, what are the things that we need to have in place <laughs> to capture their, you know, their data. And mm -hmm. it's thinking about like, okay, there's, you know, pixels, you know, there's many types of pixels, Facebook pixels, Google pixels, I mean, all that. And then, and then tracking and all that. So thinking about like all the kind of the, the different kind of, um, you know, I, I have one friend, he, he's kind of coined the term digital plumbing. So what's your, your, your digital plumbing look like? Um, yeah. to, to That's exactly that. the word that was going through my mind, like the plumbing on the back end to make sure it's all hooked up. And so you don't have any leaks. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of thinking through that, um, you know, based on kind of like, what is your, you know, your ministry strategy. And mm -hmm. so that's, that's kind of where, um, where I've kind of seen, you know, that I can give them, that I give the most input or can give, you know, the most help uh, to, to an organization. Good, good. How do you find that you're able to test new ideas on a regular and rapid basis with either your work or with uh, the work that you do with ministries, Marcom or, or, or some of those things, how can you test new ideas quickly? Yeah. So, so what you want to do is um, what I well what I've seen work better is that you test test small and 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 then and then kind of then adapt and then go from there um, versus testing big because mm -hmm. if you test big then you've probably spent a lot of time <laughs> on it and if it doesn't work then you're like okay <laughs> we're gonna move on to the next thing but if you test small. Um, yeah then you can launch faster and then and scale up. And mm -hmm. so um, it may mean like you, you have a uh, pop-up on your website. You know, it may mean just, you know, changing some, some messaging or on your email, you know, um, uh, adding a, a button or adding a link, uh, you know, a clickable link, you know, sooner uh, in the copy than later, you know, just different like that small, small, just incremental tests that you can do versus like, you know, throwing everything away and then starting all, all over. So mm -hmm. those kind of, those kind of things. And, and the whole fact that we're testing almost presupposes that you, you, you have a way of measuring to see mm -hmm. what is working and what isn't working. Yeah. So, a lot of people will change things, but then they won't be measuring to see was did, did that change help or hurt the end goal that we want to want people to be doing? How are we helping people take that next step in the process or not? Does this change? Yeah, and yeah. Then, and then too, like I'll throw this out there as well is like just and also a B testing. So you mm -hmm. can like test two different things at once. Yeah. And then and the big thing too that I've seen is like um organizations, if they're A-B testing, they'll have too many variables that are different. And mm -hmm. so you, the key there is to only have one variable that's different. Sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. 
So you've worked inside organizations like Crew, Giving Company. Yeah. How can you help upper management? What, what advice would you have to that digital director as they have a new idea, they think it'll work well for the, for the organization, for the ministry? What advice would you give them to help upper management embrace new ideas? Yeah, so I, I think um, what I've found has worked great is like you – uh, go out and find use cases or find not use cases, but um, kind of example cases of other organizations that are sim- <clears throat> that are similar that have done, you know, things that are you're su- suggesting and kind of bring those um, to upper management as as examples um, or in even you can you can look at um you know, if you're a nonprofit in ministry, you can look even outside of the nonprofit ministry space and look into, you know, big companies or, um, you know, b- bigger brands that have done things that you maybe want to try and then mm-hmm. and show them show them as examples. But I think, too, the second part of it, too, is like it's it's presenting the opportunity and just saying, hey, this is how it's going to help, you know, grow Um uh, you know, our audience, this is how it's going to grow more donors, or this is um, how it's going to grow, um, you know, web traffic or whatever it may be. It's like, you know, kind of, kind of framing it up as like, you know, this is the, the results that we can see possibly come from this. Yeah. I think that last part is critical. You know, the, the old phrase with them, what's in it for me, mm-hmm. you, you know, ministry, you have to be able to, ministries are there to achieve objectives. So if you're working just because you see something bright and shiny, you want to try, uh, you have to, and it may be a good thing. It may not be, but if it is, you know, be able to think through what is the cost to the organization and then being able to think through what are the potential results mm-hmm. and, uh, and doing all the things that you just, just shared and be able to have that open communication with upper management and encouraging them to, Hey, let's take some risks and, mm-hmm. and try something new. Yeah. One of the areas that that we've seen growth in recent years is the whole area of personalization. And, uh, you know, the whole concept of like when you go to Amazon, everything is tailored to you. Uh And and now ministries have the ability to do that as well, to to tailor the calls to action to help them take that next step, no matter where they're at in their user journey or in their user journey. Um, Using using products like uh, solutions like Journey product that the 5Q offers. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just curious, how have you used or seen ministries use personalization to help scale their ministry? Yeah. So, um, you know, right now, like for example, um, at Giving Company, we're testing um, different types of um, pop-ups to um, have people uh, uh, opt in to get what verse of the day. Uh-huh. And so we so when we launched uh, verse of the day, um, we um, had gotten, you know, I think within the first month, we had 300 uh, people opt into that. And within two months, we're almost at 10,000. Wow. And so um, and so we, you know, on our website, one of our websites, we have verts of the day. You know, you could go there, you could visit, um, you can, you know, bring up the URL, you could do that, you can watch it on social. But I think the thing is, is like people want more, like you're saying, they want a personalized experience. So 
Um, so what this is doing verse of the day is just sending them an email every day, um, you know, with the verse of the day. So it's right there. So they don't have to go to the website. They don't have to, you know, go and bring it up on social media. They just open their, their phone, their email on their phone or on their desktop. And, and there's the verse of the day. And it, it, it's something that they requested. So it's more, it becomes more personalized because it's, you know, something that's going to, they're wanting to be encouraged by. And so I'm, you know, just from that, um, that example, you know, I'm, I'm seeing um, that the importance of that is, 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 is good. And, And the more that you give people kind of the type of content that they want to do. Mm-hmm. And then the delivery of it is um, kind of like at their, you know, at their fingertips. Yeah. Another thing that, that we've seen would be like helping people to understand the value of signing mm-hmm. up for verse of the day. We can be able to see where the areas on the website that they've been interested in. And then you can tailor the ask based on their interest. Mm-hmm. So if they've spend been on the, the marriage if you have a content related to marriage, then you can say, Hey, you know, verse of the day can help your in your marriage every day. So you're tailoring the ask and we've seen uh, you know, the response rates go up when you're able to tailor and personalize the messaging based on what, what we already know about them. Yeah. And uh, yeah. What, so as we think about 2021, mm-hmm. um, getting 2020 behind us, what are some of the trends in Marcom that you're, that you're seeing that ministry should have on their radar to be, to be thinking about? Yeah, so some of the trends are um, really the increase of video. Um, you know, of course, video's been been around, you know, for a while, but just the continue, um, you know, adapting or using it, thinking about like, you know, um, putting out content regularly, thinking about your social media, how you're using video, Facebook Live, um, YouTube uh, Live. Um, and then the, the next thing is podcasting too. Um, mm-hmm. podcasting, uh, is continuing to, to grow. And I think, um, for ministries to kind of jump on and, and begin to think about like how they can use that. I mean, you can also do a video podcast and, and you actually could create a, a video podcast and turn it into multiple pieces of content. You know, it could turn into into audio. It could turn it into clips. So think it's looking at different ways to uh, produce content that you can adapt and uh, use it in in a lot of different ways. And I think the the other thing too, um, which is not necessarily a trend, or um, but it's something to really consider, is to uh, to really look at your like your. your first party data, you know, making sure that you are capturing as much information uh, about your audiences um, as possible, because, um, you know, we're seeing more with privacy laws that, you know, cookies mm-hmm. are, are, are not so much being used anymore. You have to accept, you know, the, the, the cookies, um, with the release of iOS 14, you have to basically opt into privacy, you know, opt into being being tracked. 
And if, mm-hmm. if somebody opts out of that or, or doesn't select the opt-in, you know, you don't have ways to, you know, retarget or capture their information. And that gets into a little more technical stuff. But, but that really, um, in a long run, does affect, uh, what, you know, the many things you can do as a ministry. So the more, you know, f- um, first-party uh, data that you can capture, I think is that's really important to consider in 2021. Yeah, that's a great point. The whole privacy, mm-hmm. security, th- those whole issues. You know, a couple of years ago, it was the whole of the European GDPR mm-hmm. coming into uh, into effect, and uh, you know, the United States is is getting there. There's going to be the very same, similar, similar. Whether it's not, whether it's the government putting those guidelines on, like what the European Union did, or it's actual organizations requiring it, like what you mentioned with Apple iOS and some of the changes that they're requiring. So. Uh, and yeah, and even like the risk mitigation around if so much of your traffic comes from search engine op- certain from search engines, you know if if Google were to take a dim view on the message that you're that you're getting out there, how else how what are other ways that you can get your message out? So doing some of that risk mitigation side mm-hmm. of things. So, so Doug, one thing I like to ask all of our uh, um, all of our guests is is what is one book or blog or resource that you've read recently that you can recommend to our audience? Oh, that's a, that's a good on the spot again. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think, um, man, I, I've been reading so much. I'm trying to, you know, really pinpoint on one thing, but I think, um, the stuff that um the stuff that Donald Miller with Storybrand has put mm-hmm. out has been really good. I mean there there's several books that he's released um in the past uh, year or two that's around social media, around marketing. I think it's mm-hmm. marketing made simple and the other one is um is uh around um you know, using storytelling in your social media. So those I think um, have been, uh, a re- you know, really good. Um, there is, um, I think like um, HubSpot and, and there's many other like um, companies that uh, are real. Oh, and um, Neil Patel, um, those are those are two resources that I think that are really good at staying at the forefront of kind of like what's going on and and, and things to think about. No, that's that's good. That's helpful. You mentioned Neil Patel. I'm not familiar with him. So, okay. what, what is what is what does he provide, and and uh, how can a person find out more about uh, about some of the things that he does? Yeah. So he he really is really big on. Um, like SEO and content and also the like marketing minute. So he has a podcast that him and another guy put out like every day that is like some marketing. Is it the marketing minute, that podcast? Yes. I I listen to that on a regular basis, but I didn't make that connection with the the name Neil Patel. That's okay. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. So he puts out stuff to, you know, really, really think about, but he, uh, he's got a, got a lot of great free tools like for SEO and and for yeah. you know just looking at your your website and your 
your traffic. So, um, and you you go and and what really stands out about his stuff is you go to um, <clears throat> Google and you put in almost any topic, and usually mm. his content comes up. Sure. You know, pretty sure. much to the top. Good. No, that's good. That's that's really helpful. So, so Doug, if people want to contact you or listen to the uh, the Ministry Marcom podcast, yeah. how how can they do that? What website should they go to? What's your email address, or what's the best way for people to contact you? Yeah, so they can go to ministrymarcom.com and subscribe to the newsletter there, download the action guides, or even subscribe to the podcast. Mm-hmm. And also, my email address is Doug at ministrymarcom.com. Awesome. Doug, yeah. thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks so much for sharing some of your experience of 20 years working with ministries and, and now interacting with folks on your podcast and uh, just helping our ministries learn how to scale in the digital way. So thanks so much. Thank you.